Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. This person <laughs> is. Um, it looks like, like, <laughs> <laughs> looks like Chelsea has been kidnapped. Right. Maybe um, there's a ransom. Maybe this isn't even you. What's your name? Maybe I'm a clone. Right. Maybe I'm AI. Whole time. Giving ransom. <laughs> How much do we need to give? give? What's that girl? Carly Russell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, chow. Um, This is an impromptu recording. We don't clearly. We don't know where Glenn is. We tried to reach out. Maybe she's kidnapped. Whole time. She's a paranoid one. Um, Right. But uh, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't hold withhold the episode. So the show must go on. The show must go on. I can start. I'm prepared. Okay, girl. Go ahead, girl. On red or reply. Okay, so I'm leaving on red, finding out that one of my friends pees in pools. Mm. Isn't that gross? I don't really have a comment on that because I've been there. Are you a pool peer? I'm not a frequent pool peer, but I've peed in the pool before. As an adult? As an adult. It's oh, happened. Paul, that is so disgusting. I listen, I'm not proud of it, but I'm not I'm also <laughs> not like I'm not gonna, you know, shank the girl. Not shank. What's the thing? Flog the girl. <laughs> I wanted to tar and feather her or him. Yeah, because it shit it ha- it happens. Like sometimes you'd be like, Oh God, it's happening. But no, as a as you should. Oh my god, you are not a kid. You know when you have to be. You get out <laughs> yeah, of the pool and go to the bathroom. In the pool. I'm not saying sober in the pool. Okay, well, I'm leaving that on red. And that since that was a baby one, I have another red and another reply. Okay. My other red is Delta. This is probably the fourth <gasps> uh-uh. time that I've been on a Delta flight with a broken TV and not watching movies and TV on planes makes the flight torture for me because. It just, I'm just sitting there watching people. You may have and nothing on your phone? No. Downloaded? No. Well, actually, I did. I had an audiobook, so I listened to that. It's actually you really You and good. your man didn't share the thing? No. He was asleep. So why don't you take over his TV? And look at it side. Oh, actually, his TV didn't work either. Ooh. Right. And we were in Comfort Plus. Oh, Delta. And then they had the nerve to say, I'm so sorry. We're going to give you 2,000 miles. Then I Google what 2,000 miles is. It's $20. No, not enough. At least 5,000. So I'm going to be writing an email. Delta mm-hmm. is basically spirit with a lace front. Uh, it's no better. Uh-uh. So Just who would, you rather, who would you prefer to fly? Please advise. Either or. Same, 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 same. Same, same. 
Um, and I'm going to reply to my beautiful week in Mexico. So first I celebrated my very kind, smart, sensitive cancer friend, um, Sahar. It was her 30th birthday. And then she got proposed to, which we knew it was coming. Um, so he did a great job. He got a beautiful ring. Um, fireworks started after she said yes. Um, and I was having like some anxiety about being around a bunch of new people because not necessarily my jam. Like I could do like one or two at a time, but it was like a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, but everyone was super cool and left with some new LA friends, which was fun. So then afterwards, my partner and I went to Mexico City and um, we looked at some wedding venues, um, which was really exciting. One of them I really love, but then stupid old me was like, can you give us more history about this building? And it used to be a dictator's house in the 1900s, the early 1900s. And I'm like, is this like equivalent to getting married at a plantation? If so, I don't want to do that. Mm. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, then I'm. At least you asked, girl. I wish I didn't fucking ask. To be honest, if I'm being the more you know, the more you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, okay. But I had some really good food in Mexico. I think I tried some restaurants that I don't think you've been to. No, I saw some in your stories, and I was like, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. We went to one, and it's Pujol's. It's the same person that did Pujol. He did another one. Um, I think it's called Tikuchi. Okay. Um, and it was really good. Like, I think the influence was, like, a lot of Oaxacan influence. But, like, okay. a lot of the things on the menu I had, like, never seen before. And they were spelled, like, in that way that's, like, it's not Spanish. It's, like... Right. You Whatever know. the indigenous... Yeah, Language. like I don't want to assume Mayan or whatever, but yeah, um, but it was really good, and I suggest you go there. They even have like a really cool mezcal and tequila bar, mostly mm. mezcals, obviously, Mexico City. But they have like really rare ones, and they'll tell you how to pair it with your meal, Ooh. and they'll give you like information about it. Like this one took fifteen years to age, or this one took five years, and it was done with this method, and blah blah blah. But it was really cool. Um, also, Masala y Maiz, loved mm. it. That place has like Southeast Asian and East African and Mexican influence. And it was really good. Um, so, yeah, I had a great time. I, yeah, I love Mexico. I'm, I think living in California, you end up probably going more. I'm going to Cabo in two weeks. Yeah, what um, is that for? My other friends, I have a few friends that are pregnant right now. Okay. Um, and so it's like a baby moon. With like but with friends. friends. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. So we got like a house, like at the Viceroy, you can like rent like a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be fun. They can't drink, but I'll be lit. Right. <laughs> I just thought about that. That's dope, though. That's fun. Yeah, I feel like a lot of LA people, Mexico becomes like a quick pop in, especially yeah. like the Cabo side. And I love Cabo. I love it, love it, love it. And I think Mexico, I feel like Mexico gets a bad rep because 
people think of like Cancun and like spring break. Yeah. There's so many cool parts of Mexico. There's so much history, rich history. There's so much, you know, you want beach, you want city, you want museum, you want, there's a lot, lots to do. One of my favorite places. Absolutely. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I was just talking to our friend, Laura. Um, she hasn't been home for like the longest. She was like on a Euro tour. Now she's in Colombia. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, when are you going home? Because I'm trying to pull up. (laughs) Well, you should have just went and stayed at her place. That's true. I could have stayed in her room, but no, I want her there. You know, we're like bopping around together. Um, Mm. yeah, definitely hoping to get back there soon, but I have to be more mindful of my funds now. Boo. Yeah, so. I want to hear about like your first week or few weeks being. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been two weeks, almost two weeks, um, since I flew the coop. It's been wild. I guess I had a different thing that I was leaving on red, but it's kind of silly. So I'll 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 leave this on red. Like you can do both. Sure, I mean, we've got nothing Glenn's to not here. Glenn ain't here. Right. He's a part time <laughs> shit. Um, I think the biggest thing about, like, going on your own is the uncertainty factor. And I'm very much a planner. Like, I'm very intense with, like, my planning and my spreadsheets and organization and my budget and knowing what's going and what's coming. And that is, like, very much out the window. Um I was talking to my friend and he was like, you know, you just have to be a little delusional. (laughs) He's like, and then you'll be fine. And I was like, that's working. When I just lean into like, everything will be fine, that it's, that it is okay. But also in the back of my mind, I'm also like not trying to make foolish decisions. So really it's a challenge. Yes. It's a challenge of like impulse control, Mm. which as a Gemini rising, so hard. So, so hard. Like last night, I went to shout out to the Brooklyn Mavens. They had a happy hour. I went to their happy mm. hour and it was in like the like Park Slope, Gowanus area. And one of my favorite seafood restaurants is over there. And I was like, oh, go over here. I have some oysters. I can have a lobster roll. It's called Little Neck. Mm. Um, and I said, should I go home and make your groceries that you bought? Yeah. And I think those little decisions for now they're the right thing to do but like money is gonna come in abundance and like it's it's coming let me get my my crystal yes this crystal is actually supposed to help with like like wait like the waves of like the the shit that comes off of electronics so it has nothing to do with anything else but whatever crystal i'll use god um (laughs) and i think that money is going to come in abundance for you and you're going to be a rich bitch amen hallelujah (laughs) all the things yeah i just had a great meeting today um with this incredible designer so hopefully they sign with us and in the conversation they were just like you guys what you're doing is so important and i was like oh my god Oh, I love that. No, it's super beautiful. Um, it's just, it's definitely like a, it's a different vibe. It's a different hustle. Trying to stay super disciplined, like mm-hmm. stay organized with structure. 
Um, it's a weird thing where like you can always be doing something, but you can also sometimes do nothing. It's very weird. Um, and you have to like push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm almost of the mindset of like always want to do something because I'm like, you should, you should be working. You have to, you have to be working. What are you doing? But I think it is important to find those moments of rest. So figure out what the schedule looks like. You're like making yourself a schedule. Yeah. So like usually, um, I have right now the plan is to have like three like designated in-person work days, like that force me out of the house Mm. and just make collaboration easier. Mm. Um, and then on the other two days, um, I mean, it, it really could be any day. Like, I, if I was like, oh, I need to lean in on something, it could be on a Sunday. So I, I kind of decide. But then I'll take the other two days and either try to meet with people. That'll be, like, beneficial for, like, long-term connections. So just, like, but it might be, like, a lunch meeting or, like, let's go to the pool. Let's yeah. go to the museum. Let's go for a walk. So it's, like, a mix of work and play. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, finding that balance. It is a lot of just kind of like getting out there and telling people, hey, I'm doing this thing, Um, which I haven't really even formally announced on the show. I will eventually when I like do my whole thing. Um, Okay. Yeah, there's a, I have a formal release plan that I put together. Okay. Yeah, a whole calendar of how it's going to go down. Um, but in the meantime, if you know, you know, <laughs> what else? Um, but yeah, I guess what I'm leaving on red is in an almost, you know, in a therapeutic way right now, releasing from myself is like this need of having to be in like full control because this is one of those situations that you really cannot control. Yeah. So like letting things go, leaning in on faith. Obviously, you know, doing the right things to set myself up for success, but also just being okay. Um, I was texting my family earlier, my cousin's group chat. Um, my cousin's group chat is called Primas Hermanas, which is like sister cousins because we're oh. like, we're sister cousins. And my sister said, betting on yourself is the best feeling. And I was like, oh. Like, you hear people say that, but I was like, oh, that hit really different in this moment. Because I was like, yeah, I got to <laughs> The delusion. I got to tell myself, like, yep. It's not even that delusional, though, because you have the experience. Like, you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving the anxieties on red and just letting things go. Um my reply is also kind of silly, but I'm replying to, oh gosh, I feel the trad wife just keeps coming out of me these days, but <laughs> I have the pic- Misha, <laughs> I'm morphing, um, but I'm replying to see what some dick can do, <laughs> dick get you right, honey. Um, I'm Catch replying to kitchen. my dynamic with my boyfriend just because I've noticed like a layer of vulnerability that I do not have with other people um, that I hope to form with other people and hope to get there eventually with time. 
and maybe more money for therapy. But <laughs> in the meantime, he gets it all. Um, and I don't know what happened. Oh, I was like at the hair salon and my appointment ran over and I told him I was going to make him this brown stew chicken. Wow. It's sounding crazy. But <laughs> I told him I was going to make this brown stew chicken. I was at the farmer's market. I got the chicken thighs. I was super excited. But I didn't get certain ingredients that I need to like marinate it. Because, you know, you can't just pop brown stew chicken. The shit got to marinate and all the, the juices, all the good stuff, the seasonings. And I thought I was going to have like two more hours than I did to like go get everything, let it marinate. By the time he came over, it would have had like a nice little three, four hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my God. I was like, my day is ruined. I can't make you the chicken. I'm so upset. I didn't get to do it. I was stuck at the hair salon. I was like hangry, PMSing, definitely getting my period next week. And I just started crying. And he was like, What the fuck is wrong with you? But literally, he was like, It's okay. He was like, We can order in. He was like, he was like, but I appreciate you for like trying to do this. And I was just like, what's happening? I was like, my day didn't go. How I was supposed to go. And I was like crying. And he just like, <laughs> let me cry. He didn't even like, he didn't even belay me up, cut my ass or anything. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. But my friend who's been staying with me was like in the kitchen, like cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I was just like, it's all happening. And then I was like, why am I crying? I'm upset that I'm crying. And he was like, it's okay to cry. Cry. It's all right. Oh, that's sweet. No, it was super cute. It was super cute. Um, so shout out to that. It's good. It's great to have those moments and just let it out. I think yeah. I'm gonna let it out more. I'm gonna really become like your email friend. Well you crying know, at the drop of a dime. It was repressed, so right? Maybe we can take it for a, a year. <laughs> like Shade is crying because the bag she wanted sold out. <laughs> okay, not not dealing with that. Which, by the way, it is so funny that someone commented on one of our videos. Oh, Are you guys yes, even that friends? You're so mean to each other. Um, she specifically said that y'all were mean to me. Oh my god. Um, so wherever her name was, thank you for coming to my defense. <laughs> These She's girls are really terrible. Never been to New York. Chelsea. No, I'm just saying, like cutting asses. <laughs> this is true. That's normal. A love language. If I actually don't cut your ass, it means I hate you. That's facts. That's very true. <laughs> Um, if you are watching the YouTube and you're like, why are you fiddling around? It is because I am sweating so bad. No AC? Have Glenn build you one. I'm, I'm <laughs> in my office. No AC in here. Get Do you have a fan? The fan is on, child. I need to go get the Damn. second fan the whole time. But there's something that also just feels kind of nice. About being like, hot? I'm just hot. Ah, well, did you see that? Um, oh, wow. What call it? Dermatologists say that you should only shower two to three times a week. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> Dermatologists. My silence speaks volumes. 
<laughs> I might go get in the shower yeah, right I was now. Like, that is very nasty. I shower if I make a number two. Same. Usually I have to. Well, I have the yeah. bidet, so I'm in between. But sometimes I'm like, nope, nope. I got to get back in. Got to get back in. Just wash it off. Yeah. Summertime, usually two to three times a day. Oh, did you see what you call it? I Spice talking about she always walks around with an extra pair of panties. So I saw the clip, but I didn't have the audio on. I just saw her pulling underwear out of her bag. And I was like, she was like, the baddies that no, no. I always walk around with an extra pair of panties. And I was watching Sonia and uh, Luann Luann. have some show. And Sonia was like, it's so hot. It's a four panty kind of day. Ah! And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not the only one. Because sometimes I have to, I change my panties if it's if I'm sweating. I'll change them, but I'm not like walking around with. If I know I'm going to be outside, like not home, I'll bring a one. So then you go to. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm just, I shouldn't be laughing. Well, ask, ask your question, biatch. I'm just trying to get clarity. So you're out hot, moist. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and you know it's we gotta take just, care of the poo-poo. like sweat on the t- on the top. Like, got it. So you go, you know, and you you go into you know the ladies' room, mm-hmm. swap the panty. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's a technique. That's a, that's the baddies that get it. Get it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I usually bring so many underwear on a trip because usually in the day I'm changing because I'm, but I'm bathing again. Yes. But sometimes you're out, like if you're outside all day, we just need the, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. I mean, it's good to just have, especially if you're like a, a person that, that does like, you know, you could, you sweat. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than sitting in a sweaty panty. Yeah, definitely. I'll say that. <laughs> Maybe I should bring like a second bra. I'm usually like yeah, a boob. For you. A boob sweat kind of. Yeah. yeah. Still looking for the right solution to that. Haven't found it. I saw that towel shit that you tried to show um, me. Oh, like you put a towel under there? Yeah. The pa- I think you're just supposed to put deodorant. Thing. I put deodorant, but I'm like, oh my god, am I killing myself? I mean, we're all gonna die. We'll put Lumi. Oh no, but it's not the scent; it's the the moisture, the anti right. What about powder? That's the thing. I had a powder that I was using that didn't have like talcum, but I was just so bad about like being good about using it, and then Mm. it gets everywhere. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's my next invention. Mm. I'm still trying to see if someone will go in on um, making a, the a formula with me. Oh. The breast formula. Remember when there was that whole crisis and the babies was hungry? Yep. There's yep. like four, five formulas out there in the world. So still looking for investors on that if you're listening. Hello, yep, angel that's, investor. That's great, yeah. um, and maybe we're going to find the solution for sweaty titties. Um, <laughs> with that being said, it, is your hotline blinging this summer are you out in the streets um i guess my hotline has kind of been blinging from like post-trip 
again it was like a group trip um so everyone's still kind of texting each other which is cute um that's really it yeah same i'd say this weekend is pretty active it's lots of like plans activities oh i texted you about this i'm in the swing of of the weddings oh yeah so who is the, the new one your cousin my other cousin, not my cousin that you know, my other cousin that you don't know, which I knew was getting married next year, but I didn't know when. And then I got to save the date. Child is in January. I said, oh, my God. Oh. Well, at least you get to. Is it in New York? No, girl. I mean, it's in Florida. It's fine. I can stay with my family. But yeah. And you get to go somewhere warm. True. True. Yeah. But you yeah. Seem to have a lot. This I have a lot. I'm like hitting that time. It's that season. But you already like went through that. Like you had that. Yes, I went. And now through that. you're out of it. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else that's really been happening with the blinging of the hotline? I mean, obviously, the shenanigans of the interwebs. Which girl, one? Pinky doll. Oh my god. Mmm, yummy. It's so good. <laughs> I told you I saw something though that said that she does like essentially like pedophilia kink. Okay, has that been like verified? It's, it's really terrible. It. So, so basically, for those who don't know, you found something online that said she is actually like twenty eight or twenty nine, but says that she's. 15 on 16, one of her 17. sites she says she's 15 and on one of her sites she says she's 19 i think on twitter she has said mm-hmm. that she's 15 and but you know twitter guy has that like whole like you can go into like twitter porn real fast right um but she also has the only fans so maybe it's on well, her i found pinky doll porn <gasps> tell me about it very mid i it's expected mid? a lot more very mid like, is she solo? Like, is it a? Is she? Is there? It was her with a guy. The guy looked terrible, um, mm-hmm. and it was BJ, and it was very lackluster and lazy. Lackluster and lazy. Mm-hmm. Damn. I really was expecting more, especially with all the ice cream licking and the riding it like a cowgirl, and <laughs> but it was well. Yawn. But I like her though. I'm not trying to be shady. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's getting her money. Right, yeah. Get your money, sis. And with the uh NPC stuff on TikTok, I'm like, she's not hurting anyone. Like, get your money. <laughs> if the pedophilia stuff is real and she's pretending right, to be like, fifteen, I think that's not okay. But yeah, again, not verified. So not verified. Not confirmed. Yeah. Um, she got to feed her kid. I get it. My good sis. That's a black girl doing shit. Very quickly, just going to shout out the queen, Nene Leakes. I didn't watch the interview yet. I'm saving it. The for house tonight. that you built. <laughs> I cannot. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I just saw the clips. And I, I, I've been saying Andy needs Well, actually, maybe I was saying Andy doesn't need to bring her back. But Andy does need to bring her back. I can't even watch Atlanta anymore. It's so boring. I don't watch it. Well, did you see they went from 5 million views when she was on and now they're at like 500,000? 
<laughs> Damn. No one cares about that show. It's I so think boring. Her YouTube uh, episode that interview already got more views than that. It's so boring. So I hope Andy smartens up, brings her back, brings back Phaedra, um, <sighs> Portia. Like, we need that. The OGs. Even Kim. She can come back and be ridiculous. She can come back. She's getting a divorce, I believe. Yes, selling her daughter's bags on online. Yep. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you could probably pick up a good Chanel for like 2K. Well, let me get my little Or maybe you shouldn't because we're being responsible. (laughs) Where can I find it? She posted on her stories like this bag was selling for two thousand dollars. It was like a pink Chanel bag, um, like a bunch of stuff. Damn! So it's like that because you know she need money. She got all the hard times, and I think she had like a gambling problem or something. I don't know. I don't really follow that lady that like that. But mm-hmm. well, I wish her well. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Skipping closet braces, but you think? I mean, aren't they all? Is it just because she's white and has a southern accent? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't remember that lady doing anything racist. (laughs) Um, Oh, she did still play a song and try to pay her. She did, (laughs) but I can't wait to watch the interview. So I want to shout her out. But yes, okay, now we can. We can officially hop into the group chat. And now a word from our sponsors. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip hop, 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement, respect the moment, celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words and music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yaslin Bay's A Dynamic Career in Communication, and Lil' Kim's The Audacity of Lil' Kim. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills featuring the mixtape legend in conversation with hip-hop greats like 2 Chain, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. Bingeworthy audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes the listeners inside the making of hip hop's greatest photograph. Double XL's magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip hop artists assembled for one legendary image. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? about how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture, or The Motherload, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light and Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. Hey, group chat. 
It's Sade here, and I'm super excited to talk to you all about my hair journey, especially with Dove and their crown collection. Now, if you know me, you are a listener, and you've been keeping up with me, whether you're watching on YouTube or on our social media, you all know I keep it very versatile with my hair. One day, I'll have braids. Who knows what color? Blue, green, purple, whatever it may be. I love having fun with braids. But then I might get tired of that and switch up my hair into tape bands. Right now, I'm a sewing mommy. You know I love a weave. But while I'm doing all of that and I'm trying different protective styles, I'm always mindful of making sure that my natural hair is healthy and flourishing because that is number one for me. That worst case scenario, if I needed to, I could just pull my natural hair out and I feel comfortable and I feel that it's in you know a good state. And so the key to healthy hair, or at least this is what you know the hairstylists have told me, is a healthy scalp. And that's why I really love Dove's crown collection because it really focuses on scalp care. It is the first holistic health repairing system and it features a lot of different products. So they've got a sulfate free shampoo, conditioner, there's a serum, there's a leave-in conditioner, and there's even a defining buttercream. So if you are, you know, rocking the coils, you can define the curls with their defining buttercream. The products all have a plant-based squalene, which if you've all heard me talk about skincare, you know I love squalene. I'm seeing it's really important for the skin, probably equally important for the hair and your scalp. It also contains prebiotics and vitamins, and there are 0% sulfates, parabens, or dyes, so none of the yucky stuff. I also love this collection because Dove co-founded the Crown Coalition with the National Urban League, with Color of Change, and with the Western Center of Law and Poverty. And they did this to ensure that there was legal protection against discrimination based on race-based hairstyles. The Crown Act has since been passed in 14 states and is en route to pass federally. This is super important to me because I want to support brands that support me and the people that look like me. And so while, you know, we're out here contributing our dollars, we know Black women spend a lot of money on our hair. I think it's definitely time to be mindful of the brands that we're giving our money to. And that's why I feel really good about supporting Dove, knowing that they are equally supporting us, especially when we think about the Crown Act and the Crown Coalition and all the discrimination that has been you know, made against the hair that naturally grows out of our heads. So super, super proud that Dove is doing this. If you are also on your natural hair journey or just a healthy hair journey, whatever that looks like, I highly recommend you check out these products and please let us know what you think. Super excited to share my next hairstyle with y'all, whatever that may be in the coming weeks, months. You all know it's going to be looking different all the time, but also love knowing that my hair underneath is super healthy with these products. So keep us posted. Let us know what you think. Hey group chat, it's Shade, and I'm here today to talk to you about the dating app Hinge. Now, before I get into it, I know you all are going to say, Hinge, Shade, you have a man. Yes, I have a man, but I encourage all my single girl and guy friends to get on Hinge, and this is why. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted because Hinge is intentional in the way that it works. It's different. You can easily build a unique profile using this amazing feature they have, and it's called Hinge Prompts. 
Prompts help you showcase your personality and to share your interests, humor, or dating intentions. And your potential matches can then respond to your prompts. So you're skipping all the small talk and really jumping into meaningful connections. So, for example, there are prompts around your dating style. Together, we could go see a scary movie or see an international film. Hit the Angelica if you're in New York City. What I order for the table can really get into your taste and what you like to eat or restaurants that you like. Or the best way to ask me out is by X. And really, that's just giving the individual who you're feeling the blueprint on how to meet you. So if you're looking for a meaningful relationship, download Hinge today, meet someone great, and then delete Hinge when it feels just right. Good luck out there, and I know it's going to be amazing. Have fun dating, and I encourage you guys to use Hinge. I love nature, but I don't like bugs. But I found a solution, STEM. Most bug problems are solved using conventional chemicals and pesticides, or not solved at all by ineffective formulas. STEM is different. Their formulas are powered by plant-based active ingredients, scientifically engineered into effective bug-fighting formulas. So you can fight bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM products are available online through Amazon and in stores at big box retail stores such as Walmart, Target, and even Dollar General or Walgreens. Get STEM today. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Uh, did you hear about Ron DeSantis <gasps> and yes, their plans to update the Floridian curriculum. Child, um, I thought it was fake. Say, no, it's not fake. It's not. Well, when fake. I saw the when I saw someone post about it, I was like, "Is this is this real?" I was like, "This can't be real." Well, it's in fake. case you don't know, they are updating the curriculum to teach children that slavery was not a bad thing, and in fact, it was good for black people, and black people learned really valuable skills like. Um, welding and becoming blacksmiths and farming and taking care of the land and it taught them lots of great skills um and so that it was good for black people to be enslaved and abused and tortured and torn apart from their family members and stripped of their language and yeah everything else that we know that slavery was so yeah i really just wish i could put Ron in a time machine, make him a slave, oh. leave him there for a year, and then bring him back for an interview and ask, was it fun? Did you enjoy what it? What skills did you learn, Ron? Right. Did you learn any valuable skills? Shit, we could do that to him right now, just modern day. <sighs> Fucking clown, man. Clown, clown, clown. This country is run by clowns. And then you have Mitch McConnell's old ass. Frozen. What the fuck happened to him? <laughs> He's old. It looked like he had like a, not to make fun of strokes, but it looked like he had a stroke. Kind of. He literally just was in mid-sentence and couldn't say anything else. See. Now, should that person be in charge of making policy? Absolutely not. And I'm sorry because I know people get old and things happen, but. That's when and it's then time go to, to Florida. Pack it, up. pack it up. Get you a condo on the beach. Honestly, though, I was talking to my friend about this last night. I don't think that Ron DeSantis believes the things that he says, but I think his constituents do. 
And I'm like, what's scarier? I mean, they're equally scary. But the fact that, and Trump does this, of course, and a lot of, like, I think right-wing conservatives do this, where they're like, I, I got to lean into the votes. This is mm-hmm. this is what they believe, so this is what I'm going to amp up. Because the absurdities that come out of his mouth, it's just like, do you really think this? No, but, but you like, know, it, Jimbo in Jacksonville does. Right. But it becomes dangerous when that's like, it's like you're rewriting history. And so for a child who, you know, you're just going to school and, you know, maybe your parents are working and all your education is coming from school. Yeah. And that's what you're being taught. Imagine if in Germany they start teaching that the Holocaust didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there was something where some Jewish people went and you know they enjoyed themselves at a camp like that is so offensive and would never happen by the way <laughs> no yeah i don't i don't know what's going on i i am not like a doom and gloom person but i'm very much lately like it's hot the republicans are bugging there's like crazy shit happening. The fish are all up on the shores. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Dead fish on the Texas shores. Yeah, it's it's the end of days, man. Well, you'll um, be able to survive with your little safari hat. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we gotta build up our friends. skills. We literally do because honestly, them southern people will probably win. Jimbo and all the people you mentioned because they know how to hunt and shit and we don't really know how to do much in the city. The coastal oh my elites. god. <laughs> I my boyfriend really enjoys these crazy ass shows and then I start watching them naked and afraid. Oh my god. Wild. But I'm like, we need some of these skills. They'd be like, I can start a fire. Boom. Bow and arrow. I, I just got a hog. I'd be like, what? Okay, I have a hot topic. And mm. these are just shits that things I've been saving. But like, have you been following the just hilarious stuff about trans women? Oh, that also scares me. What? Because part? a lot of people agree with her. A lot of people agree with her. I posted a. Uh, video that I found to be really touching. It was Laverne Cox. Um, and she kind of like broke down. She was like, I always have to be like poised and like, you know, elegant, but like, I'm fucking mad that like, this is even a conversation. Like, do you understand that people are fleeing their home states because they can be arrested for supporting their trans kids? Like, do you understand that people are showing up to drag shows with AK-47s and AR-15s. Like, this is not... It's it's not, like... People's lives are being affected dramatically. People are being hunted and killed. There was some woman that... A biological, like, cis woman, female, who was murdered because the guy she was with thought she was trans. Yes, I saw that too. Like, it's just... I don't know. And I just don't like the 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 fighting between black women who are extremely unprotected and hunted in this country and then black trans women. I agree. Who are also 
It's just like, but these are not the two groups though, that need to be fighting. And at all. And I think a lot of people's goals, like you, you split up minority groups and you put, pit them against one another. We've seen this happen in history over and over again. But Jess Hilarious yeah. basically said, well, okay, there was a trans woman who said that cis women are not the gatekeepers of periods or childbirth. If that. Let me see if I can find the whole thread so I can just play okay. it because honestly, there's been so much coming about coming out about this same thing that it's like, I don't even know how it started really. I, um, I haven't ever seen the full original video. Me neither. Because I don't like losing brain to. cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she responded. Yes. Well, child, I can't even find it on my on my page, Game Magazine. <laughs> well, you reposted it though. It's it should be in your in your archive stories of like one of the other replies slides. Um, but what I did see was that Jess was basically saying women are the gatekeepers and. I don't know. I I do understand certain aspects of what she was saying. Like sometimes we've even spoken about it. Like we're black girls texting and being questioned about, you know, why it was important to say girls and the importance, at least for me, I'll speak for myself of Mm -hmm. there being a space for black women. Like I don't Mm -hmm. see anything wrong with that. Um, But I also don't like condemn the humanity of black trans women. I don't know. So here is what I could find. Projecting your anger on real women because we are the gatekeepers. We are the gatekeepers for periods. We the only one that fucking bleed, honey. We're the only ones that can give birth. How do we gatekeep something that we were never really included in or a part of? Because these versions of femininity and womanhood and gender, black women were never really invited to that club. Not for real. They don't think of us when they think of those versions of femininity and womanhood because gender is a colonial construct, not just a social one, a colonial one. And what I mean by that is these different gender expressions and sexualities and, and gender identities existed in Africa pre-colonialism. And I know you guys do not like to listen to that, so you don't have to listen to me, right? Because there's an article on JSTAR right now called The Deviant African Genders That Colonialism Condemned. And it says, with what the slave trade and colonialism implied, these transgressive gender performances became the target of the Inquisition. The church disseminated the message that individuals who did not conform to their idea of men and women could be a bad influence on Christian colonial society. One more modern example, I got you. Since we're talking about biology, go ahead and ask Castro Semini and all the other black women athletes who've had medals taken away, told that they can no longer perform in their sports because their biology, their testosterone exists outside the realms of womanhood. Don't want to get me started about black women being masculinized and told they look like men. I mean, Sierra, Meg Thee Stallion. But what is y'all's goal? Because people are dying. People are dying. And you want to talk about periods and universes and being able to have children, which surprise, surprise, there are cis women now who don't have periods, who can't carry kids, who can't have kids. There are trans men who have periods and uteruses. So again, what is your goal? Because people are dying. Just the other day, a cis black woman was killed because a man thought she was trans and she wasn't. Black women are two and a half times more likely to be killed by a man. And in 2020, a black wedding girl was killed every five to six hours. And those rates are already astronomical. But guess what? Trans women of color, black trans women are more likely to be killed than us. 
So what is the goal when we're talking about gatekeeping womanhood and gatekeeping femininity and you'll never be this, you'll never be that, what, all in a system that is designed to kill us anyways? Stand up. And trans women don't only matter just because of the connection between transphobia and misogynoir. No, they matter because they are people. They're not taking anything from us. The system is. I loved that. Yeah, it was really good. I think she she really summed it up a lot. And we've spoken about this, like how black women have never been able to experience femininity anyways. Like that that wasn't mm-hmm. like for us. Hence why your black great, 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 great was working with the men. She wasn't inside with her feet up like white women. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I do think, I think people like especially older people. I don't think it's really our generation so much, um, but like certain things like now I saw I read that for trans men when they go to the doctor they don't want their vaginas to be called vaginas. They want it to be called bonus holes. Did you see that? No. Well, I saw that. Again, it was like clickbaity, and I'm sure it's like maybe you want a few doctors or maybe like a certain hospital or whatever the case is. Um, but my thing was like, and there was an uproar about that, like, don't call my vagina a bonus hole. But my thing is like, okay. Nobody's calling like, your vagina if you don't, Right. Like, but if someone is identifying as a man and they have the physical body part and they don't want it to be called a vagina because you know, that is connected to womanhood and blah, 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 blah. Like, so what? <laughs> like, I just don't, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. I don't get it. Yeah. I, it's very layered, I think, because there's a con- there's a difference between someone having expectations for their lived experience and then there's a difference when there is a fight for implementation of certain rules or regulations or policies that's like more broad and I Mm -hmm. think that people often conflate the two so it becomes like oh well if a happens then z is going to happen which is going to affect government and policy and people like constantly jump to those conclusions or constantly mix the two and that's why I think it's very muddied and complicated but what about um that young lady's video is at the end of the day, these people are people. So let's have like humanity, compassion, and like hear one another out. Even though you, I didn't agree with the clip that I heard when the person was like, oh, you can't gatekeep that thing. When it becomes this like thing of pitting cis women and trans women against one another, I feel like no one should do that on either side of the aisle. But at the same time, it can't be like, oh, well, one trans woman said something out of pocket and now I'm going to like shit on all trans women. Like, right. I don't because think that's, that that's one... right. Exactly. Because I don't think. OK, I think I found the original video. I think. Oh, let's see. Misinformation. The audacity and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods, that they own womanhood. You don't. Okay, you don't own periods, you don't own womanhood. You experience both, 
and both are different for every person. But as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you. So you can't gatekeep it. Like, hello? So you mean to tell me... So that, so that, so that was the, that was the first video. And then this was Jess's mm-hmm. response. Women who were born with all the parts that you guys wish that you were. Um, when does the delusion stop? What is the difference between um, you and someone who has been um, diagnosed to be mentally insane? What's the, the only difference is you don't have a straight jacket on. Stop talking out your fucking ass. Wake up. How are you projecting your anger on real women? Because we are the gatekeepers. We are the gatekeepers for periods. We the only one that fucking bleed, honey. We the only ones that can give birth. We make y'all people. We make y'all. Y'all come from us. You can't be us. You will never. You're chasing something you'll never, ever get. You'll never be that. I I did think the original video was bothersome. Like the video that the trans woman made. Mm-hmm. But also... I just don't see the need to respond and to respond that way and yeah. to respond almost against the entire group. Like, I do think there is something specific that cis women experience. Like, I don't know if I need yeah, to I don't think keep you can it. challenge like, that. I, <laughs> yeah, like, there's, but there's certain things. Like, I have dealt with fibroids and I've dealt with you know blah 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 and like whatever but I don't know it just seems like a stupid fucking argument <laughs> to be honest yeah I would love to have a trans woman on the show um to just talk through their experience and like obviously it's everyone's experience going to be different but like I've never actually mm-hmm. like sat I have one trans female friend um but we don't get into like the nitty-gritty of things um she's a trans woman you said yeah um just to like have the discourse because i'm very curious on like what some of these policies how they've been like impacting just how people are feeling learning more like kind of breaking bread in a way but I feel like oh my gosh I'm losing what I was gonna say I feel like the frustration is just a lack of knowledge on both sides like people just aren't having conversations um and so I feel like there could just be more of like okay so you said that like what prompted you to say that like why did you feel the need to express that like cis women can't gatekeep periods? Like this is probably go ahead. I was just going to say, this is definitely a controversial question. And I think our listeners know us well enough by now to know that it's like, you know, we're just always questioning everything and like with love and just curiosity. But I do I have wondered if it is okay to have cis woman only spaces. And I think I've landed Mm. on it is like, I think that's fine. Like, I think not every woman's space needs to be like all women 
you know, all femmes. I think there is something important about an affinity space for what's the word? Cis women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't get the vitriol or like the not understanding that other spaces it is okay to have some sort of inclusivity and like I don't know camaraderie maybe I'm still working on it but yeah no I think it's gonna be like a work in progress and that's why I'm like it'd be interesting and maybe you know the first time that we start to ask these questions is not necessarily on air um because I literally haven't even done it in my own like personal experience but I would be very, very curious because, you know, I consume some of these spaces like on Drag Race. There are tons of, and more recent, more trans women on the show. And like, I love it. Mm. I love that. Like the the idea of gender expression, like all the different yeah. ways that we'll identify, but haven't actually like sat down and been like, okay, so like outside from like us having a kiki and a good time, like what? is your life um and i think that'd be interesting right yeah because it just needs to be dialogue yeah we should definitely do that there needs to be dialogue and there needs to be just like more accurate information like for example the conversation around sports um i was speaking to a family member whose child whose daughter is an athlete Like, Mm -hmm. hopefully their daughter will get a scholarship to go to college and like that'll Mm -hmm. pay for their college is their athleticism. And we were talking about trans women and how, you know, they love all people. They don't hate anyone. They don't think it's like a mental disorder. None of that. But they do want there to be delineation in sports because they feel as though some of the trans girl because they're girls competitors are going to be stronger than their child and take stuff away from their child. So Mm. that's the one place where they're like, no, like I don't want there to be Mm. inclusivity in like the sports world. Like, um, there was so much fighting for, um, what is it? Uh, something nine, uh, was it prop nine? Whatever it was for like female athletes and for them to Mm -hmm. be like treated fairly and all that for it to kind of get reversed. Um, so, yeah, I think it's complicated because when when they said that to me, I really had no response. <laughs> and and they're always like, yeah, you're the advocate. But I'm like, I don't, I don't really have a response for that because I don't know what that feels like to have a daughter who's worked so hard in a sport and then you feel like that could be at risk. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear the opinion of someone who is a trans woman, though, like how they feel about that. Um, because I did yeah, think that one was a little complicated for me. It it's so layered. It's super complicated in a lot of different instances, and like these are uncharted territories in some ways. Like while there have been however many iterations of different gender expressions across culture in modern society of 2023, how do we? think about the trans experience or like Mm. different gender identity experiences um, as that applies to 
how we kind of like govern, whether that's in politics, whether that's in like the, the, the situation with the school, whether that's in like how we create rules around bathrooms or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. The bathroom thing I never got. Like, I don't give a shit why people use the bathroom. Make them all. I know, you know they was really holding. Care. They was holding on to them bathrooms, child. They were extreme about the bathrooms, which I don't understand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dig into this more. And I mean, I will say, I think, I think sometimes people avoid these conversations because if you say the wrong thing, quote unquote, um, it's like someone else wants to take a pound of flesh out of you. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I just won't have the conversation and I'll just have my bigoted thoughts in private with no opportunity for my mind to be changed or for me to learn something else. So exactly. I do think that is something that the, you know, is going to be necessary for there to be any like changing of hearts and minds. So a hundred percent agree. Yeah. More dialogue and I think that applies to so much right now. I mean, I don't Mm. really have a desire to have a conversation with someone who believes that slaves benefited from enslaved people benefited from slavery. Nope. But maybe I should. Right. No, no, no. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. And I'm not suggesting that a trans person should have a conversation with someone who doesn't believe they should exist. Like I think no, that's I'm different. Saying, like, I was saying maybe you don't believe I, mean, I should okay. be alive, have rights, right? But I guess I don't know. This is where that's it's different a than tricky. me saying. Like, mm-hmm. No, I'm saying I think it would. You know, so many people are like, "Well, I listen to Fox. I do this because I want to get all the different perspectives." And it's like, in some of these people I've never spoken to, I'm like genuinely want to know like what is going through your mind. It's kind of scary. Like I don't want to be somewhere that I feel unsafe and like disrespected, but I, I, I really do want to like wrap my head around some of these beliefs, not that it's going to change me or that not that I would sway them, but sometimes I am very curious as to like what is going through people's minds. Usually it's ignorance yeah. and foolishness, but like some yeah. of these things I'm genuinely like, like what? Yeah. Yeah. All we need is love. The Beatles, man. All we need is love. Love, love, love is all we need. Mm. <laughs> Lovely. Well, um, should we do the what would you do? <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. This Black Girls Texting episode was brought to you by STEM. Check out STEM if you're looking for bug killers and repellents that contain plant-based active ingredients and are entomologist tested. STEM products are available online through Amazon and in stores at big box retail stores such as Walmart, Target, and even Dollar General or Walgreens. Hey, group chat, before we officially leave you and the episode is truly over, I have to reiterate my experience with Dove and their crown collection. I just really have been loving this. This collection is the first holistic hair and scalp health system with our curls, 
coils and kinks in mind comes with amazing, amazing ingredients like squalene, which you already know is a fave of mine, prebiotics, shampoo, conditioner, a serum, a leave-in conditioner, and a defining buttercream. I love using these products as I'm really focusing on hair growth and especially in between my protective styles. Scalp health is so important for growth retention. And as you are on your hair journey, however you style your crown, I encourage you to try the Dove Crown Collection and tell us what you think. What would you do? Okay, what would you do if you had a mother-in-law that was really mean to you despite you riding for her son. So one of my friend's friends, so I'll say associates, recently moved in with her man. And it was like a step that she was really excited about. Um, and now this man has, he's cheated twice that she knows. And he actually got into some legal trouble as well. <clears throat> PPP loans. Um, but she stayed. And she even helped him with his lawyer fees and... All these like she rides for this man, <laughs> right? Yeah, couldn't be me, but everyone's a little different. Anyways, they had a housewarming party, and his mom was a huge bitch to her. She talked about how terrible the home looked, the decor, <gasps> the decor. She complained about the food that the girl prepared, um, and she was just being extremely negative about everything. And apparently, this is always how she's been. She's always been like very anti this girl. And the girl doesn't really know why. Like, there hasn't been like a thing that has happened really outside of her son being a piece of tri- shit and the girl riding for her son. So, what would you do in that situation? If I fell down, bumped my head, and found myself in this situation. <laughs> I would have to have a conversation with my man and make it very clear that if you do not talk to your mother, I will. Mm. Because she needs to understand that when she comes to my home, she needs to respect me. And that's point blank period, especially if we're starting to think about having children together. So check your mother or I will. Pretty simple. That's fair. I am so much. It's so ingrained in me that like you kind of don't talk back to uh, elders and all that stuff. I think I would just really reflect on if I can handle this. Like, can I handle this person trying to ruin every big positive moment in our lives mm-hmm. and if the answer is yes um and then i'm choosing to stay i would literally just pretend in my head that she has a mental disorder and ignore her <laughs> but then what do you do when hey, she said she hates the couch she's blind sorry not <laughs> blind but she said she hates the couch she doesn't know what any better she's unwell like she's unwell like but what Something happens wrong when you start her. having kids and then she's being like right in front of my kids blah 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 your mother's so dumb your mother does this your mother does that uh-uh. well, she wants my children mm. yeah you're right when the kids are when the kids come into play that's another layer because you're not gonna fuck up my kids 
or like poison my kids against me. Um, so yeah, I would pretend she, something's wrong with her. Oh, and then in thinking that something's wrong with her, she can't be around the children. So I'm safe. <laughs> I wish that young lady all the best. Um, but yeah, maybe. Me too. I think the, the first really conversation is, the is with he your needs man. To protect her. Right. Because, right. like, why are you allowing this? Yeah. That's a big no no. Well, I wish her the best. Um, my friend was telling me about the situation, and I was like, damn, that sucks. But it's actually, like, kind of common. Remember that movie, Monster in Law, with J Lo and Jane Fonda? Great film. Great film. Um, and I think also when children come into play, ideally, maybe she would have come around because you brought her grandchildren. You got to nip things in the bud ASAP. Yeah. Or they could just get worse. Yeah. Well, good luck, Sistrin. Um mm-hmm. Hope it gets better, truly, because that sucks. Um, listeners, thank you as always for listening to this random ass episode. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Haters suck my dick. Oh, <laughs> there's only a few, but actually you make the, the comments fun and spicy. So hate, hate, hate. Um, we are black girls texting on all platforms and also Join our newsletter subscription at blackgirlstexting.com. And yeah, love you. Um, if you can, watch the YouTube sometimes. That's that how it helps. helps. Yes. Yeah. Please. And engage with our TikTok. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.